Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yo, it's Mr. House. What's up, it's your boy C. Woods. <laughs> and this is our two cents. What's up, y'all? We have a very, very, very special guest this evening, Miss Dara Robinson Ashe. Oh, we talked about Dara. Dara Robinson Ash. Oh my God, that was the worst. I am so sorry, Dara. How are you this evening? We doing good. Cheeks, how you living? Woody Woods, how you living? All right, so we will get right into it. Um, we did have a couple other topics on deck, but we gonna we gonna we gonna postpone those for a second, man. We will get right into this uh this whole referee situation. Woods, you've been having a lot to say about refs this this uh this postseason this year. You've been saying that refs have been um not only maybe cheating, but uh not doing their job correctly. And uh, I'm gonna give you a couple minutes, and then we got we got we got to jump into da- to Dara right here, man. I keep wanting to say Dara. Yeah, man. Uh, I, the refs are terrible. I don't know if there's any type of training that could be done, but there's some calls that are being missed, and there's some critical calls that are um, that sometimes they're letting them play, and then they're tightened at the end of the game. So I don't understand these refs. Some of them are just. I always said they need four replays a game, two in the first half, two in the second, because I didn't see NBA Finals game, you know, come down to a ref blowing a call. They already don't call travel. We can deal with that. But when somebody's getting beat up on one end and nothing's happening on the other, something's got to be done. So that's been my beef with the NBA. Okay. Since the bubble. Before, I got a question. Before we switch to Derek Woods, are you saying that, they're only specifically calling it on one side. I want to make sure I get your issue directly. Not, not always one-sided, but there's. it seems like the home team has a big advantage. Already playing at home, but there's a lot of things that go on. I'm like, damn, like you're not going to call that, but you call that down there. So since the bubble, the bubble was it's terrible anyway, but now it's like the home team's getting a little bit of an advantage, but – I really think they need to change that rule too. They okay. need to be two perhaps. I got another two question. Was do you do you feel like the home team was getting the advantage in the Lakers versus Sun series? Um I don't know. I just know that 
some of our players are getting ass whooped, and another being called. But that's no excuse. Congratulations to the Suns. Okay, okay. So what you're saying is it's not consistent. Is that what? Is that is that is that your? It's it's like LeBron is big, so uh, pause. But LeBron is big, so he he'll get he'll get beat up going to the rack. Where Chris Paul will flop and he'll get a call. You know what I mean? Or AD is already already hurt. Like they can body him up, or they can body up Trez, and they can body up like uh, other players too. Not just uh, the Lakers, but other players who are known to be strong. They don't get those calls, but some people flap and flail around, and then they get these calls. And the rest of there get attitude, take give people texts. I don't understand it. All right, so so your your issue is just overall. It, there's not a consistency. Gotcha. All right, before we go to Dara uh, Cheeks, did you did you want to add anything to to your to that? No, not really. Okay, Dara, as a as a referee, do you feel that there's any type of uh, uh, preferential treatment when it comes to teams, players, etc. Absolutely not. There isn't. You can't have that as a referee. You go in. You're not there for any team. You're there to call strictly fouls, violations. That's it. Okay. Okay. So uh, my question. Okay. Let me ask you a different question. Have you ever seen or witnessed as a part of a referee crew anything? To that nature? No, never. And I break down film, I go over games, I do all that. And to what, you know, Woods was saying, just as far as he feels that, you know, Chris Paul flops and he gets his calls versus LeBron, a lot of people would disagree. A lot of people would say Bron's getting every single call. Now, one thing I would ask, and this is anybody that I have these conversations with, have you guys ever looked at the rule book? Have you ever sat there and looked at the rules? Have you sat there and understood the difference between marginal, incidental, or illegal contact? Have you guys really sat there and understood the rules so then you could better understand how the fouls are being called? And vast majority of people are going to say, no, I don't got time to do that. So then how you got time to sit over here and, and critique somebody without even knowing everything that's really happening? All right. Okay, go ahead. I don't want to put it all in woods. I have been uh, also a, a, a kind of a critic on on the referees as well because I feel like uh, obviously I'm a homer. I'm an LA team. I'm an LA Laker fan for for life. Um, so I feel like you know there there's been it, the the calls have been somewhat you know off and on or whatever. As far as to going into the rule book, I have not. I mean, I've looked up certain rules here and there. But like actually reading the rule book, never because, I mean, yeah, like you said, like why, why would I waste my time doing that? I'm not, I'm not a ref, you know. But I know what I'm seeing as a person who's watched basketball, play basketball. I know what I'm seeing, and at the same time, I don't feel like I, I'm gonna back up Woods for a second, just for a hot second, and I'm gonna step off because I don't want to ride his train. But um, I feel like sometimes um. It does seem like a little bit, a little bit too one-sided, and then we start to hear the name. We think about names like Tim Donahue, things like that. You know what I'm saying? And we're like, is that just a one-off, or is that something that happens consistently? Because you look at these games and you're like, okay, this person seems to be like, for example, Chris Paul called out that one dude, the one referee, and he was like, the last eleven games that I've played while he was refereeing, I've lost all of them. 
And you're like, okay, well, you take that into consideration and you're like, I don't know. I don't know. So that's why I asked, has there ever been a a, a case that you've seen where somebody was like, like random or doing something different that you, that you wouldn't be accustomed to? No, with that, Chris Paul read the article and, you know, I had actually conversations with uh, a few different officials and one, you got to think about when Chris Paul said it, did he win the game? Did he lose the game? He lost it for sure. So, now, in terms of the official that he was talking about, do you think that if that official was really doing the things that Chris Paul says or was was indirectly trying to – was directly was saying, that he was saying, but he didn't want to say the guy's name because he needs to get fined, do you really think that that would still be a referee? Because don't under, understand, referees, every single game, every single thing they do gets critiqued because of that official – that was betting on games. So it's, they're constantly under a microscope. Every single play they have to log in, they have to have an explanation and they have something called critical plays that they got to really deep, deep dive into to make sure that they play was correct or not. They've admitted when they was wrong. You know what I mean? And I don't think anybody, people fail to understand, like just how y'all miss, people miss layups or that game winning shot. A referee may miss a call. He may miss a call. He, we, I'm not even going to say may. We will. Sometimes it happens. Please understand the full rule before they just go hard and go ham on a referee. Know the rule. Know the play. And then some people be like, you let it go on that end. It's not this end. It may be a totally different play. Right. But nobody looks at that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. so many different biases, you know, and colored lenses. So. And, and to your point, Although Chris Paul called out that ref and said that um, the last 11 games, he hasn't won a game that he's refereed, but that referee overall has rated the ranking that you're talking about is ranking like top, top 5% or whatever of, of all referees. So, right. Of all referees. So it's kind of hard to be like, he just has a vendetta against Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? Woods, did you want to jump in here? So I'm not just saying every ref is trash as hell, but overall to me, we disagree. We agree and disagree. I think it's been terrible since the bubble. Now, I don't read the rule book. I watch the game. I'm, I am, what do you call it, a Monday Monday morning quarterback? Quarterback. quarterback. That's me. I, I'll admit. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's good when, you know, Mark Jackson or Jeff Atkins like, man, that was a terrible call. I'm like, yeah, I told you. And they do, I get it, they do go to New York for these calls and, you know, and stuff like that, I get it, but I'm just saying from what from the since the bubble, I feel the refereeing has been overall inconsistent. Do you I mean that's fair. Do, do you agree <laughs> or I, no, I don't I disagree because but I will say this in the beginning I did feel like you did. So I had to ask some people that I knew that officiate a higher level, like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, some of the technical fouls I didn't understand, you know, things like that. But I know the respect for the rule guidelines, right? So it was some questionable calls when they gave, what, the technical foul on J.J. Reddick, gave the technical foul on, on Donovan Mitchell, and the ball, right? Or even the taunting technical foul that they gave Freak Freak. People didn't quite understand those calls. Now, understand that there's guidelines, 
But also you got to understand a technical foul is based off of every referee's disposition. You know what I mean? There's some referees whose disposition, they may, and that's based off of personality. So you can't teach somebody, hey, you got to stop here. It's just, it's just your personality. It's your genetic makeup, right? So some people may say, hey, I have a rope to give when it comes to a technical foul. I don't, it don't move me, you know, and I understand the game or I used to be a ball player. I was an emotional ball player. Then you look at the people that may not, they have no patience. You know what I mean? It's not to say that they don't belong in the game because they do. But certain technical fouls, I used to have a question. But then when you look at the rule book, it says, no, that is a technical foul. But I think it is because it's not egregious or it didn't look like it was malicious. But by rule, you got to go off of a guideline that you follow. And yes, you have room to play with it. But in some instances, a rule is a rule, period. I hear you. I do notice that I do notice that some some players get away with saying a lot more to certain referees mm-hmm. than others. You know, some, like Rasheed Wallace, Rasheed Wallace can say <laughs> something to Joey Crawford, and Joey, he would just look at him like, "Shut up, dude." But then you know he was getting cheated up by everybody else, so I get that. <laughs> okay, but but my question, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Daryl, because, um, like, why do you think that should the referees be allowed to have emotion? I know that they're humans. I know that they're people. But should they allow to bring their personal emotions to these games to where if somebody says something to them, that's all, that's that's a technical foul. I I don't know if I don't know if that's the case. What what's your thoughts on that? Depends on what was said. You know what I mean? Like I've been called a bitch on the court. That's off break. You you toss. There is no tech. You're done for the day. You gotta go. Yeah, that's, that's, you gotta that's go. You know, um, where there's been some people that be like, damn, you you just sit there and be like, okay, and I just shrug it off, you know? Everybody's different. No one, and I have never witnessed a ref bring a personal feeling into the game and bring a personal vendetta against someone, and they're just going out, teching people. Cheeks with you all day long. Hey, thank you. Dead that because I'm not even a ref and I'll take you for for anything. Cheeks, I ain't trying to hear it. I'm throwing you out the game any chance I get. Um. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, but but Dara, to your to your point about the, about the word bitch, like. Is that that so that is that a trigger word or is that a is because because players use that word and so is that when it's directed towards you then that means that they're done automatically or by rule yes it's a demonstrative act towards the referee it's not it was it's not any female though it's it's any oh for the men too yeah hell yeah you gotta go you gotta go. And, like, the way that I was initially taught, you know, when, when I was first coming up was, like, if no one can hear it, then it's not the tech. That's how I originally was taught, right? So a couple, like, people that I know, that hoop, 
would put their jersey over their mouth <laughs> and would say stuff. You know, it used to be like, "She's I'm pointing at you." No, I tell him. I'm like, "Man, you saw him." I tell him. Yeah, but you wouldn't call nobody no bitch. Where nobody can read their mouth because they knew that's a tag. You know what I mean? But it's like it's your word against mine at that point. You right, know? Right. So then, as I've grown as an official, you learn tools you back away from that person you reposition yourself to where if that person really is trying to come for you people can visibly see it and so your tech is warranted because obviously it's something that people can visibly see but players are smart they know how to get around certain things people can't read their mouth that's why they cover their mouth when they're talking to each other and doing stuff like that just like how referees we cover our mouth when we're talking because we know people are in our mouths right 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 but there's certain words you just can't say. You know, I've done men's leagues and I've heard people yell at other rest they was gonna be in outside and they was gonna, you know, they wasn't gonna leave the parking lot alive. And you just sit there like, oh wow, you know, and they're done for the day. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't you don't definitely wanna go there, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, but but let's but let's go back to yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the J.J. Reddick play, though. I'm glad you brought that up. How Explain to us how that's a technical, because I don't understand, and Woods didn't understand. We don't understand. I understand that he spun the ball, and it may have had a little velocity to it, but it was he was passing the ball to the ref, in my opinion. Maybe it was a little bit of a little bit of oomph on it, but how is that a technical? So... By rule, it's a part in there in terms of how you throw the ball to the referee. Oh. Now, I will say, listen, <laughs> let, let me finish before you start even on my ball. Run the ball to him. I know. Do it to his head. <laughs> the, the official, from my perspective, when I look at the play, because I, I will agree, I didn't understand it, the official wasn't paying attention. And I think the ball caught him off guard. So he didn't know how it came but you're looking at the speed of the ball and how it came so i think it was that's what caused the tech because he felt he thought that it was thrown in maybe you know uh egregious manner but i i personally do not feel that that was a warranty tech i will say that that got rescinded right i believe that one got rescinded mm-hmm. it? Okay. it did oh, I- like i don't i don't i personally didn't agree with the technical foul because i don't you can't penalize someone if you don't know the whole story. Okay, and wait, did he get kicked out for that? I can't remember. No. That was no, it. No. That was his first act. No. Mm-hmm. no, no, he got. He no, got kicked out, no, right? No, 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 it was his first act. It was his first act. It was his first act. Okay, I don't but think he got, I don't think he got ejected off of that one. But he did get ejected from that game, though. He did get ejected from the game, but not from that tech. Okay, but that's what that's what I'm saying. Like we're talking about. So, um, right, so that tech, if it was not there, he wouldn't have gotten. We're talking about a misperce a misperception of how yeah. of how something was handled, and then uh, 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 effectively it affects the game later on because of something that happened, you know, prior to. Is that is that something that we need to have computers in for? Or I mean, we we don't want to have no. compu- we don't want to have computers for everything, you know. But yeah. is that is that something? Yeah. I mean, because some we're, we're talking about somebody's opinion of how it happened. And it may not be the right opinion. It may not, but you also have a, you know, you have a crew, you know, that assists you in that manner. Um, replay. I mean, there's so many different things that are implemented that are put in there to assist in that moment. In that moment, it was just a learning opportunity. 
um, how, you know, how it affected the game. One can say it did, one can say it didn't, you know, because I think they still won the game. So it really didn't. Um, I just feel like it's a, it's a learning moment. And again, you, people miss key shots, free throws, layups, all that kind of stuff. So a referee may miss a play. And I feel like people don't give referees any type of, of respect for having one of the toughest jobs on a court that you got to make a split second decision. Yeah. And I would, I would cheeks even though, because she, she refed that long. <laughs> I would say <laughs> anybody get a whistle, work, a, just go work a, a open run. You don't even got a whistle, a play, but just see how quick a play comes to you. And you got to make a split second decision. People need to chill because half these people couldn't even work at this level. Yeah. The vast majority of people couldn't work at this level that are, are sitting here yelling. Now I'm not talking about y'all. I've heard some of the craziest stuff. I was at a high school game and this parent, these two women at mom girl that was repping. She don't even know how to ref five second backcourt. I mean, 10 second backcourt count five second. Like they were going ham on her. So I finally turned around. I said, we're at a girl's game. And they was like, well, what does that mean? I said, in a girls game, there is no two-second backcourt count. And they said, when did that start? I said, it's been here since I've been officiating. I said, what do you, and I said, and they said, what about the five-second dribble? There isn't. It's only on a held ball. And then they just shut up. So a lot of times, like as referees, we've learned, people, people don't even know the rules. Got you. So you can't argue with me or have really a conversation with me unless you truly know the play. We can have conversations about basketball in general, for sure. But when people start trying to nitpick at the officials, the first thing I ask them is, do you understand the rule to that play? Or do you understand how quick a block or a charge comes at you? And that's your decision you got to make. RA play or not RA play? On the line, out the line. Did it start outside the LDB or in the LDB? All these things got to go through your mind. Plus, you got to look at the clocks. So understand, people need to kick back. And say, hey, maybe it was a bad call. Yeah. But was it really? Because I don't know. Or I'm by being biased because it's against my team. Right. Right. Well, I officiated at uh, UC Riverside intramurals. And I was <laughs> in the NBA. So I have all the experience. Hey, Woods. Hey, Woods. My chest kind of pumped when she said that shit, too. I was like, hold on, nigga. I did. Hey, I, I was got The NBA called me. I was like, no, I'm busy. I'm trying to get my degree. Yeah, you got other things going on, right? Yeah, so I just said, you know, I just watch you know, I like my little cheap ass job. I don't need NBA money, you know. Just you don't need that headache, right? Yeah, man, I don't need that paycheck so, like, to be a headache. I think, I think the block charge is the hardest call ever. <laughs> and I've even got, I know, I'm, I'm like, ooh, uh, restricted area. I don't know. That's the that's the hardest call. But this is why I want to ask you. Do you think they should add more replays to the game, or do you think one is enough? No, no, you, wait, 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 wait. He's talking about, He's talking about coaches, coaches' challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because then they're going to be sitting here challenging every single play. The game's going to get slow. They're going to have to sit up here and do this, do this. No. When they first implemented the challenge at first, I didn't like it. I was like, this is crazy, but then I understand it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with it. One's enough because the game will have no flow. As you see there, like the, the, the officials are very thorough. The replay center is very thorough when it comes to a challenge, right? Then they have to, they have to explain it as to why it is or they're overturning it or not overturning it, you know? So um, 
under, and I think that um, with with the challenge, it's fine. It's implemented. I think it it works. But too many is going to slow the game. Is it the game will have no flow? It's going to get choppy, and then it's not going to be fun to watch anymore because it's going to take too long. That's why you have to do a replay within a certain amount of time, or it's not going to get done at all. You know, so I like that because it, it hurries you up. You know, you got to sit there and hurry and look at your play and then challenge or not. So, no, they don't need more. No, Mm-mm. not even one and a half. Just one. And no. half. <laughs> you got one the whole game and you're done. Damn. One game. Or we can go back to the old school where there wasn't no challenges at all. <laughs> we could do that, too. And, you know, I think so many people, only people that oh, like basketball. the challenges, to be honest, the people that want the challenges the most is the fans. That's it. I'll tell you that right now. I thought you was about to say. I thought you was about to say the only people that want the challenges is the losers. I, I feel like I feel like that might that might apply too. I don't know, but yeah. The fans is the only ones that love love the challenge. Yeah, because they want to make sure they want to make sure everything is right. I I I hear it. I hear you. Thank you. Nah, you had to deal with it. The call was the call. You can talk about it, but it ain't nothing to talk about actually. <laughs> it's over. It's over. All right, man. Hey, we keep it gangster. We keep it cordial. How you want to go about it? Hey, hey, Dara, throw her out the game before the game starts. Throw her out the game. Hey, hey, tee her up before the game starts. She's my hero. You just mad because you can't breathe when you run up and down the court. You just want every foul because you you out of breath. Now you know I get buckets, so don't don't front in front of That's the only reason why. You used to get buckets. You you used to. You used to, Cheeks. Not now. Cheeks. Cheeks, that was that was 15 years ago. Say you did, dog. Yes, yes, oh I my did. god.
I was about to switch it, but I love it, man. Uh, hey, Daryl's my hero. I just want to say that, Chicks. Chicks, I want to say that to you personally. That's your new name, Tired. Tired. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Tired. That's your name. Hashtag. Um, damn, fuck. We got, we, all right, all right. Daryl, thank you so much for uh, taking your time on that. Uh, we got we got to get into this uh, Milwaukee-Brooklyn uh, series. Um, Milwaukee won uh, the game today by three points. What are you cheering for, Cheeks? That's your Brooklyn Nets. What are you talking about? But you was like cheering. I'm talking about Milwaukee winning. Did you see your dancing? Yeah. I wasn't even dancing off of that. What was you dancing off of, Cheeks? <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um. All right. All right. So I'm. I'm gonna say this before I let before I let cheeks or was or or dare go. I'm gonna say this. There is Milwaukee Bucks have no chance in hell of winning this series, and I'm gonna tell you why real quick. They gave their a their best fucking effort tonight. And they won by three points. Barely, luckily, thank God, Lee. Okay? And there, there's no fucking chance in hell that they have. I don't even think they're going to win another game after the shit I saw tonight. Woods, I'm going to let you jump in here and tell me what you think about it. Because I think you picked Milwaukee. You picked Milwaukee. No, I think the Nets, but I said Milwaukee wasn't going to get the sweat. Okay. You did call that. You did call that. But I texted Keeks when they were up like 30 to 9, and I got on a Zoom call like 25 minutes later. Keeks sent me some eyeballs, or was it you? That was me. That was me, sir. That was me, yes. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I looked, I was like, oh, shit. I thought they were going to lose, man. Yeah, it's over. They got their game. I said they win game three for sure. If they have, I don't think they have a chance either. I think it's over. 30 to 9, and you couldn't step on their neck, it's a wrap. Chase, how you feel about uh, what, ha- what happened tonight, today, tonight? I didn't watch the game, but we're going to lose some games. It's okay. We're going to be in the finals. So, uh, Dara, you hear this we, right? You hear this we, the word we? Okay. Just clip it was like it was like two it was like two or three weeks ago, but go ahead, Cheeks. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chase. No, I'm saying that I'm saying that they're going to beat Milwaukee. I don't think Milwaukee's going to win oh, yeah. another game. No, it's a wrap. Yeah. Um, but but you brought up the Clippers, or actually Woods brought up the Clippers. But I want I want to delve into that a little bit. Um, 
because they did come back. They were down by almost 20 just a, a few minutes ago, and now they're only down by two. Do you think – okay, so my question is, can the Clippers ever get over the hump, or will they always be the Clippers? Now, now let me – before you go, I'm going to let you know, I, too, was a Clippers fan. always been a Lakers fan first, but I like the Clippers – until like a few years ago when the Clippers got Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and then the fans just started being obnoxious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I don't like the Clippers anymore. I used to go to Clippers fan Clippers games for free all my life. And I love the Clippers until their fans became obnoxious. And now I despise. Well, well, yeah, they were free. They were, you know, the tickets were free. You jabbed me with that one. That's cool. <laughs> oh, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. But do you think you guys can get over the hump, or do you think they will always be the Clippers? See, I, I feel like we can, but it needs to be a whole different team. It needs to be a mixture. Always been young. You know what I mean? And I think that with the whoever is the one doing all, let me get these players and these players – clearly don't understand the importance of a vet on a team. Plus, when you look at the team right now, everybody's playing a different game. No one's blending or really utilizing their position in the way that it should be played. Mm. One mm. thing about, like, you have, Nash, you have all these teams that you saw that made it far, or you can even look at the teams that won championships. Everybody played their role. Everybody had a strong leader. And it was a mixture of vets and youngs. And so they knew how to rotate their bench. There's nothing being rotated right now. Everybody's just young. And everybody's playing some type of different game. Somebody's doing some. Paul George is inconsistent. He's doing something over here. You got Kawhi doing something over here. Patrick Beverly, what that is, I don't know. But he's doing something over here. Everybody's doing something different. Nobody's blending. You know what I'm saying? And when they do win, to me, it's by chance. I can't really sit over here and say that was skillfully played, you know? It's just they making shots that night and oh. Kawhi take over and just do it. Do you think that? Like, I don't know who that is. Do you think that? He looks scary. Do you think that's a product of uh, of coaching or, or player personnel? Player personnel, for sure. I don't think Tyron Lue is a horrible coach, but he has no personnel to coach. Nobody wants to listen. He has no vets. He has nobody that's going to stand up and be like, hey, listen. You know, like Chris Paul, I do not like Chris Paul. I, I don't either but at he, all. He checks everybody and he gets things done. You had Jordan. He may have been the biggest a-hole out there, but he checked everybody. He got stuff done. Look, they probably did it the wrong way. Like Kobe and Jordan, they did it the wrong way, but they produced. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Chris Paul producing. It's just they don't have no leaders. I mean, Kawhi Leonard don't even talk. Okay, but but at this point, Kawhi and PG are both considered vets, no? They're considered vets, but are they leaders? You can no. be a vet. No, for sure. Exactly. They don't have no fire. And they call George, whatever. You know, who knows? He, what he, doing? he disappears, for sure. Go ahead, Cheeks. I know you want to jump in on your Clippers. Let's go. Are you on mute? Is Cheeks on mute? Right. Cheeks, you on mute. Uh, yeah, clear that. Uh, 
He's their superstar, Cheeks. That's like saying somebody's LeBron, uh, relying on LeBron too much. He can't carry the team by himself. He can't take the team. He is exhausted right now. Trying to shoot these shots right now. Because of who? Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Jackson. Hey, Jackson got 27. He's leading He's leading their team for sure. Yeah, Jackson, man. Dara, damn man, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me get checked. You didn't hear me get checked a long time ago. Damn. I got a story for you. When I was younger, I'm tell you right now, I'm a great storyteller. The great. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, me and my mom went to a. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle when I was younger, right? My mom had two Clipper tickets. <laughs> so the Clippers were trash. Listen, the Clippers were trash, so we left the two Clipper tickets on our windshield. We got done eating. There was four Clipper tickets when we got back. <laughs> you probably heard that story before, but I had to say it. sure we heard that correctly was did you say did you say you had two and then somebody came and brought two more <laughs> is that what you said Woods that's funny as fuck dude talk about these Sixers and these Hawks uh, going to Atlanta for game three uh, tomorrow. Uh, Cheeks, you think the Hawks can continue this uh, this craziness that they're pulling off or you think that you think uh, Philly's going to – Philly with uh, Ben Simmons jumper is finally going to uh, pull it off? <laughs> huh? What? Oh, Cheeks. Okay, you can't say you don't watch one game, but you said Ben Simmons has a has a jumper. He does. He shoots. I seen him shoot. No, he, he doesn't even shoot. Cheeks, cheeks. He does cheeks, cheeks. He doesn't even shoot the jumper. Well, maybe he has a fright or something. I don't know. Maybe he's scared. Jazz up by three. Go go ahead. I know. They're gonna win the series. I did not pick the. I did not pick the Clippers to win this series. Okay. It's one to one, one to one. Derek, how you feel about uh, how you feel about these Hawks going against these six against these Sixers? I'm going for Hawks. Okay, you're okay. You're going for the Hawks, man. Dara, Dara, you're going for the Hawks, but do you think that they will win? Um, I'm going to say 
Win the entire series. Against the against the number one Philadelphia Sixers. I'm gonna take the Hawks. All right. I think just because they number one don't mean that they're gonna always win. I agree with you. I agree with you. Lakers were not the number one seed, man. Oh, Cheeks, what is wrong with you? It would have been. It's okay. But you said we, we're your we're your haters, right? We. Yeah, I'm angry. I'm re- I'm really angry about it. I swear. He had the credit. I just called him. He was like, "Yo, I'm at the house watching the games." I was like, "Dang, you sad?" He was like, "I'm super sad." No, Cheeks. No, Cheeks got his back. Yeah, Chiefs do got his back for Chief sure. Who? LeBron? Oh yeah. You 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 wear him when you wear him when you reffing? What's that? You wear him when you reffing? Chiefs, what Chiefs, what'd you say? Chiefs, what'd you say? Yes, you did say that. Hey, wait, wait, wait! We can't do it on air, but as soon as as soon as we pause this, oh fuck! Why you guys didn't tell me it's recorded? No, no, the audio is recorded for sure. The audio is recorded for sure. You guys are haters. Why wouldn't you guys tell me that? I'm not drunk no more. Um, did we say that on air? <laughs> right, but wiser. Did you see the thighs on her cheeks? I know you got a shout out. But she here, she here, and she and she know you, Chase. Dara, oh my God, thank you so much, thank you so much. Hey, this is this has been this has been not only um, informative but also so entertaining. Thank you so much for hopping on with us like this, like that, man. Woods, you got a uh, you got a shout out before uh, we allow Dara to do her thing. No. No All right, Dara. Do you have anything that you're working on, or or your Instagram, or anything you want to shout out before we get out of here? She she's a hater. Don't even don't even look at her. Don't even look at her. I hate cheats, dude. 
It's uh, what was it? July, July, July. Is it July thirteenth or July twentieth? Huh? Uh, when the Drew League starts up. The nineteenth. Nineteenth. Okay. Uh, um, is that a different location this year? Bosco. Yeah. Bosco yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Can you can you uh can you uh give us your Instagram handle or whatever whatever handle you pro- you Funky Brewster. Woods, you got that? Yeah, like Funky Brewster. There it is for all you for everybody listening, man. That's Funky Brewster. She can she can she can trick your shit out. Maybe you can help my daughter. My daughter's heavy in the tie dye right now. So she. Say under construction, Woods. You got it. Uh, Woods is not the uh, most uh, technologically savvy. It's funky. Woods is it's funky. Dot Brewster, dog. She said that a long time ago. She paused it, Woods. You knew that. Dara, um, while we at it, can you go ahead and uh, introduce your song, please? Special shout out to Dara. Thank you for joining us. And we and we out, y'all.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.